Yeah. Hey, man. Oh, well, oh dear. Okay. Well, uh, what's going on, Upchuck World? Uh, it's been quite a while. Yeah. The, um, you know, happy quarantine uh, version. Yeah. Shit, uh, we're doing this on a Zoom call. Yeah, Zoom, Zoom, Upchuck Zoom Theater. Which, uh, which means we, we couldn't enjoy this film in the same room together, unfortunately. Yeah, Because yeah. we uh, would have had a blast, I oh have yeah. a feeling. Well, we're, you know, so uh, we're doing this on Zoom, so we have it on, uh, so you can see us, like, touch our faces a lot. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, or hear it. So yeah. I'm Aaron. And I'm Dustin. And I don't know where Rob is. I haven't talked to him today. So. I have a feeling Rob would not want to watch this anyway. Yeah, well... <laughs> It's one of those ones where I really wish we were all watching it together. Yeah, like, yeah I, I agree. You can't tell. Um, we watched uh, Ma, which uh-huh. should have should be called Na. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah. on that's HBO. That's what you say after you watch it. Yeah. Meh. That's, Meh. You know, it's, on, it's on HBO. And I started messaging Dustin about an hour into it. And I'm like, oh, you got to watch this. Trash. <laughs> um, it stars Octavia Spencer as uh, the named previously ma uh takes place in they keep saying it's like a hick town but i mean uh, somewhere yeah. in indiana right some uh, sure whatever rap, ohio you know, indiana somewhere where they're whatever. somewhere where they're not wearing masks and where they're coughing on people hopefully. yeah right um land of pigsty yeah pig yeah pig. <laughs> so um i mean this one i mean what what a way for us to get back into this kind of groove yeah, it um, was a pick. It was a good yeah, pick. Yeah, so just because, you know, we haven't been, we've barely done anything for over a year. Um, yeah. Let's see, quick recap. Dustin got married. Dustin bought a house. And 2019 sucked pretty bad for all three of us. So that's, yeah. that's the long and short. <laughs> uh, and Aaron <laughs> so moved. here we are. Aaron moved. We no longer have the Uptruck Studios. That's true. That's true. We now actually have, a, you know, a better place. Yeah, which will yeah. at some point, once the apocalypse stops happening, we'll have uh, we'll have better upchuckables, absolutely, or a better studio. So absolutely. Um, and, uh, but anyways, everybody, you know, we hope you're safe. We hope you're, you know, um, however way you choose to do that, um, you know. I don't know. I don't really even want to talk about all that. I mean, you know, watch Contagion. Watch one. Yeah. <laughs> watch, watch Steven Soderbergh's Contagion. You basically have what's going on here. That's right. Yeah, you know, so. That's right. Um, but uh, but yeah. So back to Nah here. <laughs> so Octavia Spencer. You know, and, and just in case new listeners or someone who's just forgotten because we've been negligent, we basically recap this trash so that you don't have to waste your time on it yourself, or if you do you go into it knowing that you're as big of an idiot as we are for watching it for you. Uh, and that's pretty much how it goes. So basically, uh, Octavia Spencer, she plays Na. What's her real name? Sue Ann something or other. Sue Ann, yeah. Who cares about her last name? It's Sue Ann something. Yeah. And uh, she's like a vet tech, and she's a loner, and she kind of has – a terrible vet tech, by the way. Well, yeah, yeah. Alice and Jenny, Alice and Jenny does not like her <laughs> not um, at all. You know. Yeah, that's all right. She gets hers. And uh, and um, her yeah, that was one of the better parts. Yeah, of it. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, it's one of these towns. So again, they they, they say it's kind of like a hick town, or at least a smaller town. Uh, everybody kind of knows everybody. Um, and basically the lead idiot teenager and uh, her mother, who's played by um, uh, Juliet Lewis, yeah. uh, they're there, uh, they move in and, you know, Juliet Lewis used to live here many years ago. Her life fell apart because she's also an idiot. Um, I mean, you know, yeah. uh, right. basically, you know, the, the, the two minute version of this is really stupid kids. Mm-hmm get sucked into a fake universe by a, an unstable adult who's been harboring ill will towards people for 30 years. Um, conveniently, this is the time that she decides all this stuff is going to blow up in her head. Right. And then, 
it just becomes stupid. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. As soon as we we get the first flashback, and well, actually the second flashback, where we really start to find out what the hell the uh, the whole you know revenge plot is, then it's like okay, yeah. Basically, everybody. It's one of those towns, which I mean, you could even say about Buffalo, which is not small by any means. No. Uh, But basically, it's one of these places where everybody knows each other. Everybody went to high school together. You know, most people are still in town some more successful than others but they all kind of know each other right basically stupid idiot number one she gets befriended by this group of kids like day one of school like nobody's even like spilling her milk or anything <laughs> he's like you know you basically you have the slut you have the nicer shy kid you have the slut's boyfriend and you yeah. have the token black kid <laughs> Yeah. And they decide that this girl is cool right away. Right. And, uh, well, they give her a little bit of shit because she wants to go to a, a rock concert with her with mom. Her and mom. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, he's like, Oh yeah, that's real cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we're going to yeah. go get drunk. Yeah. And suck every <laughs> dick that comes in front of me. Cause I'm the slut. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah, that that character was very annoying. Um, Obviously, like Aaron said, they're all stereotypes of one another. Um, And of course, uh, Maggie, the the new girl in town. Oh, that's her name. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, Maggie. Yeah, she becomes smitten with the uh, the driver of the drunk party van. Yeah. uh, Whatever his name is, Andy. Sure. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, either that or no. I think it's. um, Hold on. Yeah, no, Andy. I don't yeah, remember so, any. Of it's that. Andy. I mean, it's so it's so terrible. Well, right, right, and then uh, the the thing uh, you you get a little hint of Ma's uh, intentions when she first buys the booze for all these kids. That's how she gets introduced. Yeah, she, basically, they're trying all. You know, uh, Maggie's mother now works at the casino. She's the new kid, so she has to work. You know, to cover somebody's shift. New girl you know, text slut friend. And now they're trying to get somebody to buy them beer. Now, right. what's interesting to me is that they're clearly here for like an hour. Right. Nobody's right. willing to buy them beer, which everybody knows in this kind of hick town, somebody would have done it well, a lot right. earlier, probably. Well, because like, they they send right out in- the black kid first. They send out, you know, Darrell or whatever his name yeah, is. And yeah. yeah, Okay. Darrell yeah, doesn't yeah, look yeah, suspicious. Yeah, him. Him. We'll get to that soon enough. Yeah. Yeah, they send him out because, you know, that's what you want to do in, in, in Hick, yeah. Indiana. Right. Um, and then finally the new girl does it. And uh, then Ma comes up and she does all this and she buys. She's like, well, they didn't have I, – I don't know what Fireball is, but I guess – They have okay. Aftershock. Yeah, and then um, – and then she's like, hey, you know, they go to the rock pile or whatever, right? Right. And then, then it comes out that you, that's where you really get the sense that everybody kind of knows each other. Because the cop right. comes, because she actually she phones it, it in. Yeah, yeah. And then the cop comes and he talks to nice Andy. kid. Yeah, Andy. And he's like, yeah, I, went, I played high school football with your dad. He's a dick. Get out of here. <laughs> Basically, you know, no harm, no foul, and it's obvious that everybody kind of knows each other, who everybody is. Right. So then it happens again, and then Ma is like, you know, instead of drinking and driving and doing this and that, you know, why don't you guys come to my house? I have this huge house. It's the last house on the left. Yeah, it's off the beaten (laughs) path. It's the black house on the left. Yeah, exactly. I mean, really, and these idiot kids are like, whoa, cool. All right. Yeah, there's nothing weird about a 45-year-old woman who's buying you copious amounts of alcohol. It's not even like she's buying them a 12-pack and she's like, all right, whatever. Right, right. She's buying them enough to have like a Mardi Gras party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's at least two hundred dollars worth of liquor oh, every time she. It's like goes. a whole thing. Yeah. It's, like the, it's like L.A. Confidential when they're buying, 
right. when they're buying the liquor in the beginning when yeah. they first meet when when bud first meets lynn brackett i mean yep. like you can't even fit all of it in the, in the thing. <laughs> yeah well in the party van you can't yeah, party van yeah so <laughs> so these idiots are like oh wow this weird woman who nobody really knows that's the other thing too nobody ever really knows her even though everybody knows each other in this town right right yeah we'll go with her so then they yeah. go into her basement and she's got this nice real rapey basement and yep. um you know they're like oh you need this oh we should get a beer pong table oh we should right. do this yeah. oh, we need we a projector yeah, yeah, we'll, and then, yeah and then we'll Garrell's like yeah come on ma and she's like ma ma and then you know she's like you got pizza rolls yeah and then she goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll get you some snacks oh, okay and then and she, she like starts, microwaving like, like 400 pizza rolls for this yeah, kid and then she's like immediately okay. creeping them and she's finding all of them on facebook and instagram yeah and she's yeah. like she's like, fucking like blowing up their phones yeah like yeah. Uh, it's you know, yeah it's so, weird okay, so then so then, like all good things, it gets ruined because now there's like 8,000 people there. Yep. And then she has a weird attachment to Maggie and um, Andy. and White yeah. Bread. Yeah. And she sees them because they're surprisingly the, the new girl and the wholesome guy are starting a romance. Um, and every time she looks at him, she starts getting these flashbacks. <laughs> Yeah. Now, this is where this movie actually has a little bit of intrigue for me. And it's actually where they really could have done something interesting. And, of course, they didn't. Um, <laughs> and this is something that a lot of reviewers also noted, too. And it should be noted that the guy that wrote this, and I think directed it, too, or whatever, he and Octavia Spencer had worked together on a couple other films, so they were friends. She came into his office one day and she was frustrated that she keeps getting the same roles over and over again. She wanted something different. She also wanted a leading role, understandable. You know, a woman in her, in her mid-40s, a black actress in her mid-40s with a reasonable amount of talent, just getting typecast is the same thing over and over again. So he gave her, he cast her in this role and the, the, the thing that stuck out to me the most kind of reading about this film as I was while it was on because it became uninteresting after the first like 20 minutes is that he's like, I was just determined to make something so fucked up. Yeah. Oh, mission accomplished. Oh, oh, okay. That's what it is. I, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, uh -huh. you know, so it goes into all these flashbacks of her as a teenager, uh, clearly the only black girl in this high school, you know, in the, in the area in, in high school. And it's pretty obvious that she's, you know, she's in with this group of kids and, you know, they seem to accept her. Um, and then there's one that she particularly takes a shine to, uh, Ben. Um, and uh, then we find out that Ben is Andy's father. And now runs the security firm in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has like the that. security yeah. firm and the van and all that right. stuff. So then we start getting uh, an understanding that something is going on here. So she starts, starts getting really weird. She starts encouraging kind of, I guess, the behavior to get more and more out of control. Um, yeah. And then the kids, surprisingly, get creeped out because, you know, even stupid kids that are 17 are like, hey, this single woman in her mid-40s is, like, trying to party with us. Right. Yeah, and then and her big rule is you yeah. don't go upstairs. You yeah, don't go don't upstairs because that that that's her space. Right, right. And then they end up the the girl has to well she's taking a dump or something and she has to go upstairs. She <laughs> she she's like her her bowels are about to be voided, so she has to go up the stairs with Maggie. So they end up going upstairs. They hear Ma arguing with an unknown person, and yeah. Uh, then, you know, basically they're like, okay, we got to get out of here. But then Ma comes down and basically that's just flips out. Tell you. And, and then that's when Slut is like, okay. Okay. She's a bitch. She's crazy. Then she's like, hey, everybody, I'm sorry. I got a beer pong table now. And then, like, every single kid in the county starts going to her parties. Exactly. Yeah. Then, well, she, she says Ma's crazy. 
Let's right. go over to my lame ass grandma's house. I'm sure she has a basement that we can party in. You know, some garbage like that. But yeah, and then, um, every kid, then then it turns into this whole like. I mean, then it turns into like Nightmare on Elm Street too. <laughs> you know, at the pool party, right? I mean, yeah. and then you know the one, then the sluts there because it was somebody else's birthday, and then Maggie ends up showing up there again. Right. And all this just stupid stuff, and then it starts. Then then you start making the connections. Um, uh, Maggie's dog gets poisoned, and then. Like weird. She stuff. takes some blood from the dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dog's bleeding. We don't know why. Why? But, you and know, it just like happens, but there's never really any follow up. And then uh, Ben comes in there and like invites her out for a drink. So then right. she's reminiscing about uh, what seven minutes in heaven, I guess, because he invites her to a closet party, and his current <laughs> pickle-headed slut mistress right. was like telling her how to give a you know fillet a dude she's like oh just put your head move your head back, and, your forth, head back and forth back and forth it won't take long yeah right well and um you know, know which is unfortunately what didn't happen to all these characters in this movie they uh yeah, yeah. and then basically it comes out so she actually kind of like gets nervous and she dresses up for this a little bit, I guess, if leopard print is dress up. Yeah, sure. And he tells and her. a dark you know, closet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, she's munching on a bear claw. And then uh, Ben comes into the bar and he's like, sorry, I'm late. Here's a tracker. Why is my son's van? Why is my van? Why is my son's van at your place? Stay away, Stay away from son. my son. You're, you're a nuts. loser. Yeah, you're a loser. <laughs> you're a loser. You always were a loser. We find out that, you know, she swallowed the wrong guy's spunk load. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. gave the dorky guy his first time. Right. So she, she comes out. So then it so it really comes out then that she really was very poorly treated. You know, they right. took advantage of her. She really had a crush on him. She really liked him. He really right. let her on. You know, it's a, everybody laughed at him because yeah, I mean everybody. Uh, yeah, I mean she she becomes the butt of the joke. It's very evident that you know she she had a rough upbringing. There's no mention of mother or father. Like there's no mention of her family. Like it's very right. evident that she had you know a traumatic past. Okay, right. fine. That's perfect again. So a lot of opportunity to do something with racial stereotypes, just even bullying, like all this other stuff. And in the end, it just turns out to be a big swallow job. So then, um, yeah, then they're all there again, right? And then yeah. Maggie confesses to Juliet Lewis in her little cocktail outfit. Right. That uh, what's that going she on? she knows her. Yeah, this and that. And then we find out Juliet Lewis's mother also knew her again because she came back to this town right. after a failed marriage. <laughs> and she was the friend. She was the actual friend of Sue yeah, Ann Ma's didn't character. didn't do anything and, right. yeah, and all this other stuff. Nonsense. And then, and then it just – and then – Goes off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, basically, when this movie goes – this movie has three stages. It goes from, okay, really stupid kids, but – all right, we'll see where it goes. Right. To really dumb, to amazingly terrible. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, Mackenzie, or uh, what's her name? Yeah, whatever. The older Mercedes. 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 Yeah. Mercedes, the one who put the who you know who put the lipstick on the pig. Right. Before the closet incident, now she's Ben's mistress, right. and. Uh, she runs and she just runs her over with over. a truck. And she's Fucking like, cunt. Cunt. She puts on some classic 70s song. Yeah. Do song? you remember? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I that's when I messaged Dustin and I'm like, you need to watch this now. Because this is ridiculously amazing. And then it just devolves into just like every terrible slasher movie ever. Like oh, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, it really just becomes bad. She kidnaps Ben. She suckers these stupid kids all go there again. Right. Then she does, well, 
Yeah. Well, she paints it's just because there's only right. enough room for one of them in the house. Right. She and she goads Maggie because she's like, yeah. you know, basically making out with Andy on the phone. Yeah. And I love you, man. Yeah. And she sticks him. <laughs> she, she, she sews the slut's mouth shut and, shut. and I don't remember what she does to the other idiot. Right. Well, well, go What's yeah, that? Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say the big reveal that she's so got a daughter. The big reveal is that this girl that Maggie helps in the beginning, the establishing of that Maggie is a nice girl, she sees this this uh, disabled girl in high school. She's in a wheelchair. She has, you know, her, her wheelchair isn't powered up. She helps her up this ramp. And, oh, yeah, you know, so, so it's obvious Maggie is a nice girl. She has a decent right. hat on her shoulder. And... Um, we find out that that big-headed monster is uh, is Ma's daughter. Now, right. Ma, Mama has made her out to be the Eddie Casper's act from It yeah. of this yeah. movie, where you know Eddie's mother and then his wife by default are you know these hypochondriac freaks, and he can't do anything, and he steps on a bug, and he's contracts AIDS, you know, all that kind of dumb, terrible, ridiculousness. That's the same it. thing here. Like, the girl can actually walk, but her mother says she's sick, she gets to be, you know, all this other stuff. She so keeps it, feeding her pills. And, yeah, and like all this other stuff. And, so it's very evident that she, um, she's, you know, she may not be well, but it's obvious that Ma is really not well. Right. And we haven't figured that out in the last 80 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then it all just really devolves. Then it turns into like Saw, where they're all being choked and yeah. sewn shut and <laughs> being Al Jolsoned in reverse and all yeah, this right. other dumb nonsense. And then uh, Julia Lewis, right? Her and her fat casino oh, yeah. friend go yeah, there. Right. It's just this whole thing. Yeah, ben stew. is bleeding. Yeah, Ben is bleeding out in a bed upstairs. There's a fire. Ma oh, takes yeah. one to the chin from a pipe. They save the girl. She goes and lays down with Ben and dies, which is what mm. she's apparently been fantasizing about for 25, right. 30 well, years. Well, she kills Ben. She kills Ben with yeah. the dog's blood. Yeah. She's yeah. giving him a dog blood transfusion. Yeah. I guess that's where he down really... with him as the flames <laughs> consume them for all time. And just stroking his chest. Yeah, and that's Ma, folks. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's bad. So there's there's no two <laughs> two ways around it. Um, it's not good. It's no, not. It, and what kind of? Well, I I mean, not that it's it's always a gauge of good things, but it uh, it had the Bloomhouse Productions like in the front, so I'm like, yeah, okay, oh, yeah. Bloomhouse has done some good stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll give it a chance. Um, but uh, you know, soon enough, as soon as uh, um, you know, she starts going off the rails and you know mows down people i was like okay it's gonna be one of those um obviously you know it's no um you know it's no halloween or it's no. not uh you know any kind of staple bloom house that you're used to but uh it's really i think it just really boils down to you know you, you could probably throw it more into the revenge Revenge flick slasher genre, I guess, you know, like whatever, Happy Birthday to Me and uh, yeah. April Fool's Day, that kind of crap. Uh, sure. But it's just, it's not done well. It's absolutely... Well, it's it's a lazy story. I mean, that yeah. that's the big thing. And again, like I said, you know, it stuck out to me and then, you know, reading kind of consensus reviews, they really had an opportunity to you know, make a statement again, whether it's about the racial thing or about bullying in general, right. isolation, abandonment, all you've really done is just make the one black lady in town really crazy. Right. You know, she was hey. married, he left, she put the bones are probably on, on in the yeah. basement right. somewhere. Exactly. And there's just nothing, you know, there's no, you don't ever really get into her history. And like I said, it, it's almost an interesting choice where they don't ever really get into her history at all where it's like, you know, you know, did she only have a mother at home? You know, was there mm -hmm. no father? Was there no mother? You know, was she the youngest of five siblings and they all left her? You know what I mean? Like whatever, however you want to spin it. Yeah. They had an opportunity to do a couple different things there and they just didn't. And they just made her nuts and they just made her, 
just this hate-filled woman who oddly waited 25 or 30 years to get this revenge. Yeah. But almost comically nuts. Like yeah. you never get yeah. you never get yeah. like a Norman Bates feel. You you yeah. you're laughing at what she's yeah. saying and what she's exactly. doing because it's it's a farce. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I, not once did I kind of get like a, Ooh, you know, scary moment, but no. because it was just like, she's, she's completely over the top. Yep. You know, there's yep. no redeeming, you know, the whole, I, I get it. You know, she's bullied as she's younger, but you don't feel sorry for this woman. She's just a friggin' dope. <laughs> she brought it all on herself, yep. you know? Yeah. So you know, even when the kids throw the beer at her car, <laughs> I, found myself, I found myself laughing when she started crying oh, yeah. and not because, you know, I was, I was for the bullying, but I was just like, you know, you brought it on yourself. Well, right. Well, and that, and that's, and that's, it's funny because that's one of the most poignant shots of the whole thing. She does the same thing. She figures, well, fine, screw those kids. I'll just start over with another group. Right. And then they follow her home and they throw it at her like, fuck you. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, when she runs, when she runs that chick over with the truck, that was amazing. I mean, that was such yeah. a win. And yeah, that that was a laugh just, out loud then moment. Then it devolved into an upchuck. I mean, well, of course, because yeah. <laughs> it's not like a, uh, it, a the way that it's shot is it goes overhead. It right. goes overhead when she gets mowed down, so you just see like the greasy spot Steady in the road. <laughs> Bam, and then. Uh, and then she just cranks up the radio. Radio. Oh, do you uh, remember? <laughs> and then, but then she. Did you notice too? She said when uh, after Juliet Lewis is like, "Leave my daughter alone or stay away from me." She's like, "Whatever." I killed that bitch for you. I thought we had we we're on the same page. Yeah. Right. Right. I didn't I'm like, understand. Uh, I didn't really get that. I didn't understand yeah. that part. Well, first of all, like you know, wouldn't she kind of question like, what did she just say? Because she said it loud enough. It wasn't yeah. just like you know, yeah, in the yeah. liquor store. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, what does that matter? What does it matter if she killed Mercedes? Well, I guess she hate uh, Juliet Lewis's character is not a big fan of Mercedes. You know why? I don't know. Oh, gee, who who would have thought? Uh, I mean, well, no. I mean, who is in the movie really. except for Ben when he's getting She's his a you know, giant like balloon head? Yeah, right. It, I mean, just like Missy Pyle, I think, plays oh, her. Ugh, you know, yeah, with that you know that flat nose. Head. Yeah, <laughs> five head. You know, she's blowing, um, you know, uh, Andy's dad in the in the uh, yeah. security van in the beginning. And even he's like, okay, that's enough. All right, all right. Enough. <laughs> right, right that's like, enough. How many times yeah, do good. I have to ask you for no we're good. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, so, I mean, bottom line, not trash. not a good movie. Yeah, trash. and it was, it was marketed, I think it was marketed pretty heavily, right? Yeah, I mean, enough for sure. I mean, it did okay. Right. Financially, I mean, I guess whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't remember the marketing campaign when it was on TV and whatnot. But had I seen the trailer, um, I probably would not have made a choice to go see it because it just it basically. I did see the trailer, yeah. and I didn't see it until yeah. I saw that it was on HBO, and I'm, you know, yeah, eight hundred dollars a month for that. So I mean, yeah. My, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. I get a little use. I get a little oh, use. Terrible. This is definitely a must miss. Um, yeah. I, I just I can't. <laughs> they only have enough room for one of them. Yeah. <laughs> this she poor kid. Rolls it over poor, Yeah. Right. Right. She paint brushes this poor, you know, poor black kid sitting next to her on the couch. We only have room for one of us. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> Like, like, where, where's the, uh, you know, where's the hate mail on that one? I just, I don't. Ooh. But uh, yeah, so, so I mean, <laughs> one gets sewn up with the mouth. The uh, the slut gets sewn up with the Good. mouth because she talks too much. The uh, one kid gets an iron on the stomach, a hot iron. I don't know. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. And uh, Andy is basically just knifed when he uh, when he Frenches mom and love you, ma. Love you, ma. <laughs> And um, yeah, Maggie is you know next to die, but uh, that's when her daughter you know calls her upstairs because the policeman that she just shot is apparently still moving, and then she gets cranked with a pot and house goes on fire. Call it a day. Good. Yeah, and but, then it ends. Away. Thankfully, 
Yeah, you know, because I, I was hoping that they weren't going to do something like after the house, after they panned out of the house going up into the credits, where yeah, it was like an it. aftermath, yeah, yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. like pushing the wheelchair or something for the girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would have just been like, oh, now, now this is super corny. The ghost of Ma just right. pedals the wheelchair back and forth. That's Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, uh, yeah. terrible trash. Um, However, because of the, call it whatever you want, if it was intentional or not, but for the comedic value that it provided, I can't give it a full-on five on the bomb. Oh, no, 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 definitely not. And, again, to refresh, uh, so we, we, we might have to revamp it just to stay fresh, I guess. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, there you go. But, uh, you know, one, you know, we, we rate things on a scale of one to five. Um, the five being the worst. Five being, yeah, five being like you're spewing from both ends with flu-like symptoms yeah. or cholera. COVID. Yeah. yeah. COVID symptoms. <laughs> oh, yeah. Too soon? No, not soon <laughs> enough. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and uh, one being that we actually really were like pleasantly surprised. It was right. actually really good or enjoyable. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I it's it's in between a three and a half and a four for me. Okay. Um, yeah. I I I'm leaning more towards the four side though, just because. Um, you know, again, the the whole twisted, you know, revenge plot at the end kind of just made me like roll my eyes and say, this is just, it's another copycat, whatever, you know, you go look at every revenge slasher that you can and something's got a plot like this. So, it, you know, I mean, yeah, the, the humor was there, believe it, you know, whether they wanted it to be or not, it was there. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say four. It was All just, right. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Um, there, <laughs> there's enough here to make people laugh if you really don't have anything better to do. Right. Um, right. Like I said, I mean, honestly, like the second half of the movie is so ridiculous and stupid. Yeah. I mean, when she runs her over, <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I I. I, I <laughs> <laughs> We've seen a lot worse on this on this. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That you is know, true. so I'm I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I mean, it's terrible. It's it's not. There's nothing great here. No. But if you don't have anything better to do and you just kind of want something in the background to pay attention to, I mean, you could do worse. I give it a three and a half. Yeah. I mean, There'd be like four scenes that I would <clears throat> I would replay, but I would never watch the whole movie again. I mean, I mean, her running the woman oh, that that well, bitch over. I mean, that gets a, that gets a, that gets a point right there. I mean, yeah, well, of course, it. yeah. Um, but no, um, it, it's and the paintbrush. I mean, the paintbrush was you know hilarious. Um, I mean, good just, good for her, but you know that. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> I, it's it's bold. It's very bold for them oh, to yeah, do something like that. This you know? movie. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. whatever. So. Who, I, the director, he has he done anything else? Hopefully not. Yeah, this I, uh, is what he wanted to make that was like really fucked up. Yeah, that's that's and, I mean, that's I sad. Could, I could yeah. fart. Oh, up. he he actually did direct the help, and uh, that's where they know each other from. Okay, gotcha. And the uh, the girl on the train. Apparently, which yeah, you know, again, I watched ten minutes of that and I said no. <laughs> yeah, another one that uh, kind of fell really flat. I can't I just can't do Emily Blunt, man? Like right. I just can't. Like she's Sicario is amazing. Yeah, and she's actually yep. really awesome in Edge of Tomorrow. Yep. With, uh, with Tom Cruise, which is right. I actually Rob and I just watched that the other day. He'd never seen it before. So, um, and he actually really liked that one. That That's such a great movie. Tom Cruise is like, man, I don't know what it is with him in the last like five or six years. I mean, he's made junk like the mummy. He's made some really good flicks the last couple of years. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow, The Last Mission Impossible, Fallout. 
amazing. Right. Yeah, yeah. He broke his ankle doing like the parachuting or whatever, and he still did that one scene on top of the Louvre or whatever. You got to give the guy credit, man. He does a lot of his own stunts, right. and he consistently people, uh, whoever it was that was working with him on the new on the Top Gun sequel. So I've never worked with someone who works harder. So he might drive me nuts, and he might be a midget, and he might be a Scientologist. <laughs> but I mean. The guy definitely does care about what he does, and to be yeah. fair, he's made some good stuff the last couple of years. Yeah, I'll agree. I agree with that. I, yeah. There was obviously a period where it was just like shit upon shit upon well, shit. I, I like him as a kid. I like Risky Business is an amazing right. movie. I mean, Top Rain Man. terrible, but yeah. I mean, you can still enjoy it. Rain Man, all the right yeah. moves, like all that stuff. And then he just ugh, did a lot of junk. I mean, Magnolia is good. Yep. You know, I appreciate what he tried to do with Vanilla Sky, even though it didn't work. Yeah. He's excellent in Collateral because that was such a different turn for him. Right. Yeah. You know, about Collateral's that. amazing. So Some people think that's Michael Mann's best. Um, but yeah, he's done this stuff in the past like five, six years. It's it's really, really good. Can't I can't deny it. So yeah, you know. I he he's I'm actually quite excited for the new Top Gun. It should be. Uh, you know, something to, you know, look forward to in the long line of shitty remakes that have come out. <laughs> so nothing like watching dudes slap each other up sweaty on the beach with you. Oh well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Or not. Forever young. <laughs> Ever tell you my, my Tony <clears throat> Scott joke? No. I now now, I like Tony Scott. I love both Scott, oh, yeah. Ridley and Tony. I mean, Ridley, Ridley Scott for me is it's either amazing stuff or terrible stuff. Like, for me, there's no in-between with him. He's uh-huh. never made a movie to me that's like, eh. It's either right. really good or really bad. Your favorite Scott, Thelma and Louise. His favorite yeah, is... <laughs> but Tony Scott is even more interesting. Like, Tony Scott... Made yeah. What a lot of people would consider more schlock, but he did stuff like Man on Fire and Deja Vu, like really awesome yeah. stuff. Right. And I feel bad every time I say this, but of course, you know, Tony took his own life. Yep. And he jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. And I always wondered if as he was falling, he said, you know, is he thinking about take my breath away or highway to the danger zone? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Take my breath away, definitely. I feel bad even saying that, but that's what crossed my mind. You're, you're right. I mean, he he has had a lot of things that are like, okay, good, and then Ridley, like Ridley or Tony? <clears throat> uh, Tony. You know, like, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, both. But, um, I mean, Tony more, like, definitely Tony towards the last, what, five years of his life? Oh, yeah, he didn't. Yeah. You know, like, garbage, like, uh, like the A-Team remake and all that, or, you know, the Bradley Cooper A-Team. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, real good stuff. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think um, I think Tom Cruise is obviously one to watch out for this year. Um Hopefully he continues to do things that are in the last couple of years in his uh, in his wheelhouse, rather than you know just trying to be a, a remake king now and you know because right. God knows they're going to do risky business or you know they're going to remake all the crap that he did when he was young. Well, I mean this is this is a sequel, right? Top Gun. I mean, yeah, Top Gun's a, yeah, it's sequel, but um, I, I mean whatever sequel reimagining. <clears throat> you bring it back after what twenty years. More than yeah. that. Well, like I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I isn't he like an instructor now or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So Maverick's like what? He's the um, he's Tom Skerritt from the original. Right. Is yeah. Pretty right? much. Yeah. And uh, Val Kilmer. I I don't know. I keep hearing that he is going to be in. Yeah, it. he like lobbied to be in it, and right. uh, I guess he is. So. Right. Um. No, that's that, well, I mean that's that's great. Yeah. Well, if that'll he, if that'll clean up one way or the other. Yeah, what right. uh, what else have you what else have you been watching lately? Uh, well, I've been watching a lot of um, just a lot of free shit that's on Tubi. Uh, for those of our listeners who who don't know about Tubi, Tubi.tv, it's uh, it's kind of like a a bigger library, if you will, of the voodoo free movies. But there's there's just a whole bunch of things on there that you know you might not have seen when they first came out. So there's there's a huge library on there. I mean, I've watched some some great stuff on there. Uh, uh, Red Rock West was on there for a little uh, bit. You want to talk? About, you want to talk about yeah. the cage doing his thing, man? 
Right. Young Nick Cage, man. Young, young, young Nick Cage, wild at heart, Red Rock West. Right. Good stuff, right. man. That was fantastic. Yeah, that, that was really Red Rock West is so cool. It's like Red Rock West and uh, if you watch like After Dark, My Sweet with Jason Patrick. Yeah, yep, that's Dark. a good what one. What a great movie. What a quirky little novella, too. That's a that's a quirky little thing, man. Oh, yeah. What a, I, I still have always said, if I can ever make a movie and work with Jason Patrick one day, even though he's done some weird just trash of, in his later years, I think just to pay bills. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, what a tremendous talent. What a great actor. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think um, you know if anybody is just really bored, I mean they got at least three thousand, you know, three thousand plus movies on there that you can go through, and that's I I, I yeah. want to say that it's probably yeah yeah. Tubi's interesting. It's got like a lot of schlock and trash on there. Uh-huh. It, it it caters to that actually a lot. But no. then, like, Shout Factory has its own channel on there. You do get right. some, like, AAA titles, if you want to call it. It's very interesting. Right. Um, I've been watching. What did I do? I went through the Omen trilogy. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the that. first Omen is obviously a masterpiece. Yep. And they had it on Vudu for five bucks uh, for the 4K remaster. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome print. And then I had never seen two or three. Right. Two is an awesome movie. Two's, yeah. Two is Two's good. Two's really good. And the right. kid that plays Damien is exceptional. He's like a 13-year-old. Right, right. And then the third one is he's like 30 and he's like trying to really start consolidating his power. And it's played by a young Sam Neill. Right. And, you know, it's an interesting it's, – it's interesting because it's a terrible movie. Yeah. But Sam Neill is still very good, which is not a surprise. Yeah. And the concept of Omen 3, though, is fine. Like, okay, so he's 30. He's at this place where he's ready to start really doing his thing. And there's this one, like, order of these, like, renegade priests who know who he is and who are determined to kill him. Yep. That's a perfect premise. Yep. That's a fantastic premise. And then they took, like, a box of melted Crayolas and said, well, yeah, all right, well, yeah. It's the same box they used. They, they made Ma out of. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That, uh, um, that's a pretty good yeah, sum up just, of that movie. That was bad. That and was there bad. is a fourth one that I've never seen personally. Like made for TV, like right. Fox. Right. And so of they they remade it with Leif Schreiber slumming for his coke habit or whatever it is. <laughs> with uh, what's Julia her face? Styles, right? Is it Julia uh, Styles? Was it Julia Styles? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she's another one. Like she she does she does like she does Shakespeare in Central Park. And yeah. she just does trash movies. I don't understand well, that. I don't right. Know. I, you know, but what, where do you, you her peak was uh, 10 things I hate about you, you know? It was, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. 10 <laughs> things I hate about that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I loved her in Edmund. Edmund's my, I think my favorite Julia <laughs> Stiles role. That, uh, yeah. she was good in that. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah. And, yeah. With Heath Ledger there. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know that obviously yeah. overshadowed her in that movie because yeah. he was so good. Yeah, such, sure a, such a such a talent that guy. But um, we got uh, yeah. So I, I I mean, Tubi's great if you want to just like kill a day watching movies that you might not have caught when they first came out. There's not really I wouldn't say anything. Or yeah, right. Every yeah, like I don't know. There's there's a couple of newer releases 2019 2020s on there but they're mostly schlock like aaron said because obviously you know you're paying nothing to watch them so they have to kind of you know, pat it on the, the thing that i see with like tubi and voodoo actually when i see something that's free that you can watch you know you, you obviously watch some commercials right but if you have other subscriptions like a hulu or netflix mm-hmm. or prime yeah check on there because if something's free on tubi it's like 50-50 that you might be able to watch it somewhere else without the commercials. Right. So. Yeah. But, uh, it, and they are annoying because the commercials aren't like on a, a down note. Sometimes it'll be right in the middle of a, a dialogue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Whoa, wait, what? <laughs> and that gets annoying. But uh, um, I, I've seen some good stuff on there. And, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I did watch The Lodge. The Lodge is very um, – oh, yeah atmospheric yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably the best word to kind of describe the whole ambiance that's set by alicia silverstone who you know generally i can 
I can leave on the table because everything that I've uh, basically seen her in was from my youth in the nineties where she was just a, you know, just a kind of airhead ditz. Um, but this was really good. This is a, you know, a horror flick. Um, very. Is this the one uh, where the guy has to go on the trip? Yep. Go for work. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And they, you know, she gets stuck in a lodge with these kids. And yes, it's just, right? Yep. <clears throat> and uh, it's just, it's really well done. Um, sets a good mood. I, you know, like I said, I, very rarely do I ever say that a movie frightened me because, you know, it's, it's not often that I get, you know, into that <clears throat> mode where I'm like, Oh God, I'm, I'm scared. But um, <clears throat> there are unnerving moments where you're kind of at the edge of your seat hmm. and they're, and she doesn't, they don't play a lot of jump scares, which is always a plus for me. Cause I right. hate those, you know, all those crappy, like, Oh, it's a cat or some shit like that that just pops out of the corner. This is just some genuine kind of like leaves you hanging and then you're not left with like a jump scare at the end. So right. to me, it, it was well done. Um, it's worth a watch. Wouldn't say it's like, you know, the favorite thing that I've seen in quarantine. I, I don't know if I've had a favorite in quarantine. Um, I um, I watched The, uh, the Haunting of uh, Hill House. Ah, yeah, great. What a great, great show that was. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I, you know, on that same note about like being actually scared or being like, ah, you know, whatever. Um, that show scared me more than I've probably been scared from movies or whatever for the last five years combined. Um, yeah. Episodes three, four, and five of that show in particular, mm. when you first see like the tall man and yeah. a couple other things, I was like, ah, I, 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 yeah. I felt, I, che- I had to check myself because I right. literally felt my body like tensing yeah, up yeah. watching it. What a great, what a great It was show. well done. What yeah. a Mike Flanagan, movie. you oh, know, like. man. He's so good. I mean, he's he's on point with all of his movies. Hush, Hush was great. Hush was great. Um, you know, wife, even that um, one, uh, Kate, uh, yeah. Kate, whatever, whatever, Seaver, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, she um, she played great. <clears throat> she played great in Haunting of Hill House. Um, he, you know, Mike Flanagan, a guy that reuses a lot of people in the casts. So Henry Thomas was in Haunting of Hill House. He was also in. Um, the Ouija orange origin of evil that he did, which was actually pretty good. Much better than that first Ouija. Timothy Hutton. What? Oh (laughs) yeah. You want to talk about an actor that people don't really know anymore. Like Tim Hutton. Some actor. Tim Hutton, man. Yeah. He uh, was, was incredible. Um, I also watched Terminator dark fate the other night. Oh yeah, uh, right. Uh, yeah, it was on it was on Google Play for like two ninety nine, like for the four K rent. That it was right. awesome. Yeah. I you know it, it got a lot of shtick from some people. I thought it was I thought it was amazing. It, right. And and it it says okay, Terminator happened, T two happened. That's it. Anything right. else that happened, even like the three D viewing experience at Disney or whatever it is, anything <laughs> yeah. past T two was like alternate timelines. Ah, okay. So this takes place here. Um, and I tell you what, and it was like a box office bomb. And like they basically scrapped the idea of ever doing another one again. But like James Cameron had his hands in this one. Oh. I tell you what, if they never make another one, what a way to go out. I, it was great. The acting yeah. is great. Linda Hamilton, um, Mackenzie, uh, Mackenzie Phillips, right? Is that Phillips. her name? That sounds um, right. And uh, she was awesome and very interesting. And whoever came up with the concept of this Rev Nine Terminator, man, like so yeah. good. Yeah. So it, it was so good. And I, as a huge fan of like the uh, you know of the of the IP, you know, I like Terminator Three. I think it's fun. Yeah. As a fan of the 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 property, I really appreciate all the tongue in cheek and like all the kind of in jokes. And Cristiano Locan's great to look at, and you know, yeah. Nick Stahl and Claire Danes are both good actors. I, I, right. I yeah, I, I don't think that T three gets deserves a lot of the shtick it gets. It's not great, but it's alright. Right. Yeah. And there's Terminator Salvation, and that's yeah, well, you know. we don't <clears throat> talk about that. And then, <laughs> ugh, ugh. And then Genesis, you know, I didn't have a problem with Genesis until. John Connor was an evil nanoprobe robot. Yeah. That was like the dumbest. I, I, I just, I, I 
Genesis wanted to be a really good Terminator movie, and they were like, no, we don't really want to do that. Yeah. And they like they made John Connor like a robotic bad guy. I'm like, what? Yeah. And then like the Sarah Connor Chronicles with Lena Headley before she really blew up, which was which was cool. That that was a cool little show. Right. And uh, they had a lot of interesting uh, soundtrack stuff. I, I like the Sarah Connor Chronicles, but this, I mean, if you have a proper trilogy, I mean, even Owen Gleiberman, we all know how wonderful his opinions are. That fucking guy. <laughs> he said this is the first worthy Terminator sequel since T two. So even if so if Owen Gleiberman is saying, Bob, this was actually pretty good, then you know, that says a lot because right. that idiot can't critique for anything. So um, no, it was it was excellent. It was really good. If you if you if you're a fan of any you know, anything Terminator, Dark Fate's really, really good. Nice. And uh, you know, and watching some old staples too, like John Wick. I mean I can watch John oh, Wick yeah. once a week and never get over it. Started John watching Wu Assassins too on Netflix. You told me it was garbage. Right? You, well, you know, it's well. So I'm I'm seeing it through because it's Eo, you know, Eo Oikis from like the raid and from the you know they come for us at night. Yeah. I mean, his martial arts skills and his acting. I mean, it's impeccable. As the show has gone, gotten into the season now, I think I'm on like episode seven out of ten, something like that. Mm. It's gotten better. Right. Um, the biggest problem is that it can't decide in the beginning. It can't decide what it wants to be. So it mm-hmm. takes place in San Francisco. It obviously takes place in like the Asian community, the Chinese community, the triad kind of thing, you know, yeah. Hong Kong's net. And then there's like Catherine Winnick sure. as who, who, you know, from Vikings and this and that, she's really she's not that good. No. And then, and then she's like a undercover cop that's going to infiltrate the triad thing with uncle six and this and that. And I'm like, this is stupid. And like these subplots <laughs> don't make sense. Meanwhile, yeah. you have the core group of like these, what's now become four, four or five main characters who are all, you know, younger, who all have been influenced. There's, there's uh, Jenny and Tommy, their brothers, there's Luke Kem, and then there's uh, the main guy. Um, what's his name? I don't even know his name. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but they're, they've all been influenced by this, by this uncle six, who's like a father figure to all of them. Right. Kai, Kai, that's his name. Oh, okay. And as the story goes on, you see that relationship develop mm-hmm. and how they've all been influenced and screwed over or helped or this or that and their relationship and their strong bonds. And then their kind of connection to him, their obligation to him, all this other stuff. And when you get rid of the terrible like cop subplot and you stick with the culture stuff, the Asian culture, the traditional stuff with having to honor your parents and uh, the respect thing. And you were an orphan and I took you in. And then the criminal aspect is that when you take, when you get rid of the white cops, <laughs> yeah. it's actually a really interesting story. And now it's getting into the whole thing about these different mystical beings and what the Wu assassin has to do to, um, to save the world. And then like Eolikus is the main character, but his Wu assassin persona is Mark Dacascus. Uh, so like okay. two just like awesome martial artists and the fight sequences are pretty good and all that other stuff so as it goes along i'm like all right this is this is going somewhere but really weird piss poor soundtrack choices a lot of times yeah and it, these the, the the other subplot i'm like just focus on the asian characters focus on the asian cultural stuff Focus on that community. It's actually very interesting when the rest of it kind of goes away. So yeah. it's worth sticking with. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, so that's that. And cool. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm trying to say, I, I, that's pretty much like all, I mean, <clears throat> I did watch towards the beginning of quarantine. I was actually really excited for this because my, uh, my girlfriend, Alexandra Daddario, um, you know, all respect yeah. to my wife. Uh, she, <laughs> um, yeah, in your basement yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She, uh, she had this new movie that was coming out called "We Summon the Darkness." You know, this kind of satanic panic horror movie that I was kind of, um, you know, waiting for for probably it was. It's been like seven or eight months now. It's been on you know, uh, the VOD like release date watch list for a long time now uh it was actually filmed i think like a year and a half ago but 
Uh, now it finally got its release and I watched it and it was just, you know, unfortunately it turned out just to be garbage. And, um, <clears throat> you know, Johnny Knoxville plays her priest father in there. And, you know, the big twist is that um, Alexander Daddario, the, you know, the priest's daughter. He's not your it, girlfriend. No, well, no, yeah, well, yeah, big twist there, yeah, but um, she actually turns out to be a, um, you know, she's, you know, Satanist in disguise, and she's kidnapping these heavy metal, um, you know, groupies, uh, male groupies, and then, you know, basically sacrificing them to to join in uh, this these cult murders across the country, and, and it just it falls flat on its face. It, it's really, really I bad. couldn't tell. Yeah, I had no <laughs> it's, idea. It's so bad. Johnny Knoxville again. You know, one of those guys that sh it really has no business being in movies. Oh yeah, know. I tried watching that Polar. Yeah, right. with Mads Mikkelsen. So I'm like, Mads Mikkelsen. I'll watch anything with Mads Mikkelsen because he's amazing. Right. What a piece of trash that was. Yeah, that was like Polar wants to be like John Wick meets like Kill Bill. Kill Bill meets like Sin City's B stories. Yeah, and in the yeah, end, it's, it's just it's, it's stuff good. that Frank Miller was so high on coke on when he got out of rehab. He's like, this is terrible. Even yeah. for me. no, like no, it's bad. Yeah. No, I couldn't even. Yeah, that one it. fell flat. I got to like the forty-minute mark, and I'm like, this is terrible. Right. Another one with Catherine Winnick. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good God, but yeah, no, it uh, that one fell flat for me. We some in the darkness, not good. Um, I I wanted it to be a lot more than it was. I really, I really have to say too, like I'm so proud of myself over the past year. I've really learned to be okay with just turning something off that's trash. Oh, because yeah. honestly, before that, I was like, well, I'm in, into it. I have to at least just watch it through, and I'm like, All right. no, yeah, no, I don't. See, My God-given right as an American citizen. <laughs> I can is. cough on someone it if is. I want to. I can sure go can. into a public place with 100,000 people dead and, and yell and scream and say that it's my right to do whatever I want. And paint, their, paint their black face white. That, that I can't do. <laughs> can't do. <laughs> no, only Octavia Spencer. Well, I could, but I, that would be in bad taste even for this show. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I don't have to. Yeah, and I don't have to watch something all the way through if I don't want. Yeah, to. see, now you 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 have better discipline than I do because I I don't know it's like an OCD thing with me. Once I, I start something, I, I have to finish it. I know, myself. I know, because that's how I was for forever. And then I'm like, I I forget. I wish I knew. I wish I knew which movie it was that that was like my catalyst for being like, no, Aaron, you're an adult. You don't have to do that. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. Yeah, well, it must have been really, really shitty then. Yeah, well, it was definitely polar quality. So. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, like Aaron said, everybody, stay safe. Um, yeah. We're hoping that we can do more of these now. Um, now that we got not a lot going on during the weekends and, you know, even the weekdays, we're not really going out anywhere. So we should be able to pad out a couple of these quarantine edition. Well, I mean, uh, you know, all of our lives are semi-normal now, at least I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, are you I going mean, back? That's the thing. I mean, last year was really a busy year. I mean, you got married, yep. you moved into a house. Yep. Um, and all three of us, you, myself and Rob, we all just have like these crazy personal Schedules. familial yeah challenges and problems and issues and scheduling and jobs and just the whole thing you know rob rob lost his job you know that folded and then he started you know a new career driving uber which he right. actually does very well at and he's very happy with but his whole schedule and life kind of changed like i mean there's just there's just a lot of things that happened you know which right. again our so, buddy jimmy unfortunately lost his parents yeah, lost his mother which, lost his father and, and lost one of his aunts that he was close to all within the span of right. about a year so you know but he's doing better he's, yeah. he's doing better he's, he's doing better we, we, jimmy and i have been staying in pretty good communication good um, yeah we want to get Jimmy back on, you know, probably oh, yeah. as a regular. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that might be uh, that might be good. He's been uh, he's been busy. He he does like dungeon master stuff for Dungeons and Dragons for a few people. No, oh, got you. Cool. And uh, he's been pretty preoccupied uh, getting ready to try to sell the house that he's been in for so long with his parents both now passed on and. 
so he's ready to move on with with some stuff with his life, and he's uh, you know he's moving along. We still work together, so right. You know, it's um, yeah, weird times. Yeah, for everybody, <laughs> no kidding. So yeah, I think that's it. I think we're good. And, All right. Uh, so yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, if you've stuck with us, thank uh, you. I'll put this like on YouTube or something like that, so people can look at us if they want. Yeah. Um, why you'd want to do that, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, but yeah. yeah, but uh, you know, thanks everybody so much for for listening to us. And you right. know, I know at least a few people will be happy that we're trying to make a comeback here. And uh, as always, just follow us, like us, subscribe, Twitter, Facebook. I don't even have the energy to plug shit, honestly. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what's been updated. Probably not a lot. I mean, it's obviously all still Podbean, there. We just haven't it? done much with it. Yeah. So. I was going to say, Podbean's probably the most accurate place to get all the library of everything we've done. I mean, well, all now. the aggregates. We're, we're still out there on all the aggregates. So. Right. Um, anyways, so yeah, so that's it. So this was Ma, which should be called Na, and yeah. a lot of quarantine yeah. update stuff or some yeah. things that maybe you might want to check out while you're at home socially distancing or not or wondering if the international space station is manned or not because that's super important from san francisco <laughs> and uh yeah so dustin i think that's it handsome all right buddy and, good seeing uh, you man yeah that's it thanks for listening yeah. as always yeah. and uh Keep on checking. All right, brothers. All right. Sisters. Thanks, guys. Sisters.